T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Two L fifty AM the fan. You can tweet us there. You can call us 414-799-1250. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Good morning, everybody. You know, you gotta be careful, Tim, now that you're a big Twitter guy. We got you a hundred plus followers the other day at T Shea 410. You did, thank you again for doing that. And I'm at Wings Things. We're at Bart Winkler's show. We're at 12:50 a.m. The Fan. What do I need to be careful? Well, if you say something, I know wrong, I'll lose followers. Followers. No, no, that's not where I was going. Oh, I was going to say you could get sued. Doug, you... Doug Gottlieb's oh, getting sued. Okay. I'm not getting sued. Okay, okay. Doug Gottlieb's getting sued. Doug Gottlieb. Doug, oh, Tiger just lipped out a birdie. <laughs> he looks like Doug, he just wants to get He's off done. the scores. <laughs> Poor guy. He just wants to go home. I've been there. That's he. He's looking right now how I usually look after five. Like, this was not a good idea. Why am I out here? But me playing five is like the normal person playing 15 because I hit three balls with every shot on a golf course. You don't want to golf with me. You're in for a long day if you do. Doug Gottlieb, Fox Sports radio now he tweeted a couple of weeks ago about freddie freeman because freddie freeman came back he's a dodger now he was a brave they went back to atlanta it was very emotional for him and then doug Gottlieb tweeted the agent his name is casey close casey close never told freddie freeman about the braves final offer that's why freeman fired him so doug Gottlieb was reporting that the braves did want to counter the dodgers offer but Close didn't want to accept it on Freddie's behalf, so he never told his client, Freddie Freeman. And when Doug Gottlieb... See, some of these guys, they tweet stuff like this, and it's not necessarily true. Gottlieb's one of these guys that puts things out there sometimes where you're like, yeah, is that really true? Did he hear that right? So I was questioning this from the beginning. The way that Close is fighting it, though, he's almost like fighting it a little too hard. Like, okay, man. Because he knows that if this is true, it's going to destroy him. No one's going to want to be his client. That ruins you. And so you, you, could, you could sue. 
but there's so many guys on Twitter that just like make stuff up and nothing ever happens. There's never any consequence. Well, now it looks like there might be a consequence. So if you're going to tweet something, you know, when we're ripping on the Brewers, make sure that we don't tweet anything out of the ordinary. Like maybe I should stop saying that I only think Andrew McCutcheon's on this team because Mark Atanasio wants to be his friend. So I, I should stop saying that. You know, maybe it, maybe I should stop talking about how I think. Why? Because Mark's going to sue you or something? Mark could sue me, yeah. Well, you don't get rich by letting other people just talk about you and not going after them. You got you to sue. Sue me for all I'm worth. I couldn't even afford Wendy's today. Timid <laughs> to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. So sue me. Sue me for all I'm worth. That's what they should start doing. Sue, sue the fans. We give you enough money. Sue the fans. 414-799-1250. You can tweet us, 1250 AM, the fan. Although I did get Tim fourth base, and I'll get him Wendy's next week. But we went to fourth base uh, last week. It was very good. Watched a game there. Both had the shaved steak sandwich with the fries. We got our own tins here today, but we shared fries last week. It was very romantic. A couple of local beers. Fourth base on national. Check these guys out. Great spot to watch the game. Great spot to go before, after. Great spot to hit up on the weekends. Maybe take a long lunch. Maybe end the work week a little bit early. You go in there, say, I'm going to take a long lunch. Have one, have two, and say, ah, I'm not going back to the office today. It's a great place to do that. So check out some of the action this weekend at fourth base. Great menu. You can see some of the items online, uh, but also you can just walk up to the deli case and order what you see in front of you, and they'll make it exactly how you want. They're great with suggestions. CJ's basically always there. <laughs> so he, he'll, he'll tell you how how people like it, how, how he can make it for you, whether it's the seafood, whether it's the sandwiches, whether it's the burgers or the steak. A lot of good steak options there. Again, we had the shaved steak sandwich. Very good with onions and peppers and the melted uh, provolone. Really good stuff. That's fourth base on national. Just a pop fly from the stadium. Check that out. Brett is in Tosa. Brett, what's happening with you? Morning, Bart. Um, you know, I, I want to talk about the Brewers fan base, but real quick, since I know you, you've referred to it a couple times on J.I. Radcliffe's tweet, but I, I think you've left out the most interesting one. Because following all those tweets where he says they've only they've struck out six, six times or whatever, whatever you mentioned, he also noted that with the bases loaded, they're hitting 316 as a team. <laughs> oh, I left that out on purpose because it didn't fit my narrative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know I don't get, and I I'm all for. How is that possible um, though? It, I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem right, but yeah. I, th- I think that, and that, I've talked about this before. I think batting averages are different than what they used to be. And it, it's hard to watch. I, I agree with, with a lot of, you know, the narrative around, around baseball. It's hard to watch when guys go up there and strike out. But if you look at the numbers, the Brewers are not the only team doing it. I mean, think about how many times Brad Boxberger or Williams or Hayter or Burns have got out of those same situations. Um, so, but I guess I want to talk about the fan base because, and I'm all for setting, you know, we've been to the playoffs for four years in a row now. So is that good enough? No, we want to win a World Series. And I'm I'm all for having that be the goal. But with that being said, I mean, not every year you're going to be like the Dodgers and just roll out, win 100 games, 
have seven all-stars, have five Hall of Famers, like, that's just not going to happen. So, like, what are we expecting? I mean, is, can the offense improve? 100%. I'm not going to call in and tell you that we have one of the best offenses in the league. I think it's better than what you may think and other people think, but it's not great by any means. So, as a fan base, what are we expecting out of these guys? Um, I, I think for the games to be more fun. I think that's one. I think a lot of people are just so not having so fun. we're winning, but we're not winning well enough, right? I mean, cause every game's close. Every game's frustrating. Every game they're they're winning games they maybe should. Every game they're you know they're leaving a ton of base runners on. Like last night, they had thirteen hits, three runs. Yeah, I mean, well that that's not going to change because with with set up with the pitching staff like we have it, I mean, games are going to be close and and scoring's down throughout the league, so you're not going to you're not going to see those high-scoring games as often. I just, for me, yeah, and like I said, I, I don't want people to just say, oh, we made the playoffs, it's fine if we lose in the first round, because I'm not, even though it may sound like that when I call in, trust me, that's not the case. I, I want to win, win a World Series, and if we get kicked out again in the first round, I'm going to be just as disappointed, disappointed as anyone. But we're three games up, and we have been in the playoffs the last four years. And at some point, you know, Tim's talked about it, at, at some point, we're going to stop saying that because it's not going to be good enough. And I don't know when that point is, but if you look at the last four years, I mean, 2018, we overperformed. We were a game away. 2019, our best player was hurt, and we lost in a one-game wild card with Josh Hader in the mound when we had the lead. So I don't, I can't think you really, I don't think you can say that they, like, you're going to take that nine times out of ten, Josh Hader on the mound with a one-game, one-run lead in a winner-go-home game. And 2020, that team probably didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. I think last year was probably the first year that, okay, maybe they underperformed, but that happens in baseball. And, and you've said it, and you're spot on. Like, this isn't football and basketball. In in those sports, when you make the playoffs, the best teams are typically going to have a shot at championship. And, you know, the, the Bulls sneaking in as a seven or six seed, they didn't have a shot at the championship last year. I mean, Chicago's awful, and the the Bucks had that series won, even when they were lost the game. But in baseball, it's different. And as frustrating as they may be right now, this team has just as good of a shot as World Series. And I, it's, it's just really frustrating to hear fans call in saying, "Ah, oh, they're done. They're not going to win. Um, trade for prospects." I mean, what do we? Would it be easier for you to talk about every morning Jeff Bianchi and and Jeff Supon and, and those <laughs> years? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Bianchi, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I. Like I said, I'm not asking for fans to be fine with being a top-two team in the division or just making the playoffs. That's not what I'm asking for. But just take a step back and look at how baseball's played because this team has just as good of a shot as a World Series as the Dodgers. And you may think that's not true because of their offense. Sorry, it's true. Look at the past two years. The Nationals and Braves were at way worse spots than this Brewers team is right now. Well, I think the thing is we were better than them, but then they beat us. And I think that's where, Brett, thanks for the call. I think that's where the frustration comes in is that then we get to that spot and and we disappoint. But I, based on that call, you know, that call motivated me. Brett, you, you motivated me. I've got a big announcement that I'd like to make. Uh, I'm going to tweet this as well okay, so that everybody is, is aware on, and on board. i got a big announcement regarding this show's coverage of the Brewers here from this point on.
Today is the last day that I will bitch about how boring the Brewers are for 2022. Today is the last day I will complain about how much baseball sucks. So my promise to you for the second half of the season is that I'm going to be a super fan and a stern soldier. That's my promise. I'm tweeting this as well with the hashtags. This is my crew. Claws up. Miss you, Hank. And rehire Tim Shea. One more hashtag. What? We're taking this national. We're taking this national. (laughs) Yeah. Do you like my rehire Tim Shea hashtag? I do. Yeah. That should be in all caps. You want to go back? Rehire. No, I don't want to go back. Why? Why'd you leave? There was. Yeah, you get fired. No, you've we've. I think we've talked about this before. Because you, you you said it in the same way. Did 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 you get fired? (laughs) No, I left on my own terms. Oh, you know, you know what kind of people say that people get fired. No, I left on my own terms. Yeah, I literally left. Oh, you just left. (laughs) Yep. Oh, did you give two weeks? Mm-hmm. Oh. No? You just left? Did I say no? I got a little Tim Shea smile over there. Uh, Mr. Milwaukee says, why? Why will you stop? Because anything can happen. I think we're at that point, I feel, at least I am, where the playoffs are just not good enough anymore. No, you're right. I, I'm, I'm at that point. There are some fans that... Yeah, are not there. No, there's a lot of there's fans that are not there. Of, and I, instead of fighting them, I'm going to join them. Where so I'm going to join them. At the end of the year, you'll hear them call. Oh, it was such a good year. Yeah. Oh, we so close. I just, I just want to thank all the, all the friends I made along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be that now. Being, being guy who complains about their team. You know, I come in. I'm frustrated after wins. Who am I? How spoiled am I as a Brewers fan to be? To be frustrated after a win because of how they won. They didn't. They didn't win to my liking. They didn't win the way that I wanted them to. Who am I to? Who am I to continue to berate a team that plays a sport that I could never? You know who am I to judge? So I am. I am going to. I am going to change sides. This is a big deal. This is like if. One of your conservative heroes on the radio all of a sudden woke up one day and said, I'm a Democrat now. This is as big of a deal. Me going from Mad Brewers fans to everything is rainbows is a, is a huge, I'm, I'm changing parties right here, right now. For the second half of the season, I'm going to be a super fan. All right, I'm going to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna watch a game and say, "Oh, the Brewers lost." I'm gonna watch a game and I'm gonna say, "The Brewers lost." But did you know that in that game, they actually improved their OPS as a team? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be a super fan. Interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna be a super fan. So all you negative Brewers fans, we ain't the same anymore. Here's a tweet from Ober Sports. Would it be crazy to think the Brewers should go back to the 2018 formula and have Hader as the setup man 
and then let Devin Williams take the Jeffers row and be our closer. So you asked yesterday, Tim Shea. Mm-hmm. You asked, well, do you make Devin Williams the closer? I said, that's stupid. Josh Hader's your closer. Devin Williams got the opportunity last night for the save. Now, we assume that Josh Hader was unavailable. I listened to Craig Council before. I didn't hear anybody ask about it because everybody else just assumed too. Unless I missed it. I, I didn't hear him ask about Hader. I didn't see anything. Maybe you did. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't look for controversy anymore. Devin Williams rumors. in a pressure situation with a runner on second already. Nails in the coffin. Yeah, you still go Hater. The thing with Hater in 2018, I like the role that Hater was in in 2018. It Bring was, him in for three. It wasn't about saves. Yeah, he got three innings in that last game, game seven. It wasn't about saves. It was at what point in this game is he the most valuable? Because, you know, sometimes you save these guys for the ninth inning, and then by the ninth inning you're up three, and it's the seven, eight, nine hitters. Well, what if you're up one in the sixth inning, and it's the middle of their order coming up? You know, are you going to save them to face, you know, Tommy Edmond and Harrison Bader, or are you going to want them to pitch against Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado? What are you going to do? So I liked that role that he was in, but now, you know, he's so entrenched as the closer. And it does seem to be like it needs to be. I don't know if that's the right determination yet. Uh, if it, if he needs to be in a safe situation or if he's just having a bad month. He's having a bad month. Haters ERA this month, uh, six appearances, it's a 10 ERA. But he did the same thing last year with like nine innings pitched in a nine ERA. He had a great year last year, obviously, but he had one kind of tough stretch, and that seems to be what he's going through this year. So is this just a tough stretch, or is he really having a problem? Is he one of these guys that, as a closer, they can't pitch unless it's a safe situation? I mean, they could they could be in the game at 20 to nothing, and they'd, they'd have a terrible time because it's not a safe situation or a tie game, not a safe situation. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is on that one. But interesting, interesting that, you know, you saw Devin Williams get the save last night, and maybe people are, are thinking a little bit. And that just tell that tells you how good Devin Williams has been. Because we know that Josh Hader is the best reliever in this league. But Devin Williams might be right there. And that's why everybody's advocating for him to be an all-star. He needs to be an all-star. We're not we're not saying that because, you know, we we want an all-star or we like you know, he punched he punched a wall last year and didn't be in the playoffs. I don't know that people are still totally over that, but the way that Devin Williams has played this year. How is he not an all-star? He's been tremendous. I know someone who says that that's the reason why we didn't win the pennant. <laughs> and I said, slow down, buddy. Slow down. Devin, well, Will- Devin Williams help. is not the reason, though. Okay? Get that out of your head right now. It didn't help. Sure, it didn't help, but he's not the reason why. Our offense is the reason why we didn't win a pennant. And our offense is going to be a reason why we don't win the pennant again this year. Oh, you don't say that. I'm not saying that. I know you're not saying it. No, I I am saying that. This is a World Series team in the making. If Tim Allen's not going to say championship season anymore, I'm going to take that on. Yeah, I think he – oh, trust me. He'll always say the championship season. I have not heard him say it this year. I have. I I think he stopped doing it. Mm. This is the the championship season for the Milwaukee Brewers. Look, I'm going to get in on it. Hey, I did it for the Bucks last year. It worked. I've been waiting for another time to put up parade chairs and recycle my bit. You think the news will interview me if uh, a year later I put up parade chairs? You think they'll interview me? 
Call uh, the assignment desk at Channel 12. Say, hey, Bart's going to go put out parade chairs for the Brewers. I'll just call Kevin Holden. He'll come down with the camera. Now, Kevin ain't getting out of bed for that. Oh, yes, he will. Now. Oh, yes, he will. CBS 58 barely lets Kevin on the air. You think they're going to let me on the air? Don't they cut his sports to 45 seconds every night? So are you saying you have brewer fever? Yeah, I got brewer fever. Well, then I'm going to give you a little music. Yeah, that's what I thought, but it looks like something didn't play. To talk over. Oh, no, no, not yet. Give me the music. I'm just going to, you know. I got brewer fever. This song is all about you, Bart. Come see what's brewing. Come see what the good times are. I buy tickets to the 400 level and then buy tickets again. That's how good of a fan I am. I'm trying to indoctrinate my son to love a team that never wins. Our manager would have been fired by now if he wasn't from Whitefish Bay. I love nerds. I love stats. I love calculators. And that's why I love the Brewers. Scrub-a-dub-dot-biz. All right. This song's done. No, it's not. Yes! Our best player makes $26 million to hit 240 and eight home runs. And we have to accept it. Eric Lauer and Adrian Hauser are bad now. Come catch the fever. Chichi Gonzalez gets a save opportunity and then gets canned the next day. I love the team management. Three catchers is so great. I wish they had 17 of them. Come see what's brewing. The Milwaukee I love the social media department responding to every tweet ever. Rehire Tim Shea. Someone did make a good point on Twitter. Who? Bootsy. What Bootsy? Not say? sure if Tim was fired before or if Bart desperately wants a new producer. No, I don't want you to get rehired for that. I'm gonna. I know where the schedule saved. I'm gonna go ahead and edit. Sam, 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 Sam. <laughs> Sam, you're waking up with Bart now. You can run overnight. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's for Amy Lawrence. <laughs> yes. How's that sound? More coming up on The Fan. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. How you doing, bud? Just dandy. I'm trying to find... Clipping uh, up those clips like we talked about earlier. Yeah, we love clips. I'm trying to find... Oh, there he is. He's right there. Uh, Seth Partnow came out with his tier list. Okay? So at The Athletic, they he's done this the last few years. Seth Partnow he used to work in the Bucks front office, friend of show. Uh, he was on with Toby a little bit. I do want to bring you some of that in a second. But he did his tiers, and Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are tier three. So he goes, tier five, which is like players 80 through 100, tier four, which is like 40 to 80. He doesn't so much rank the players like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, but he puts them in tiers. And so being in 3A, being in that tier where Drew and Chris are, he's essentially saying they're a top 25 player in the league. Uh, Then he came out with his tier two. And then is tier one. Tier one's full of eight players, separated still into a few tiers among that. Tier one C is LeBron and Kawhi. Tier one B is Luka and Embiid. And then tier one A, the best four players in the league, which he is not totally ranking who's one, two, three, four. But it's Jokic, Curry, Durant, and Giannis. So obviously when this comes out, you know that Giannis is going to be in that tier one. It's just where does he put him? Uh, he's been in tier one the last three years, tier one A. So he continues to be one of the best players in the league. Brooke Lopez is in that fourth tier. And then again, um, Drew and Middleton are in tier three A. So Seth Partnow put this all together for the athletic, talked some NBA with Toby yesterday. And with Toby being a part of this show, I wanted to just share some of that. Toby's going to join us in the nine o'clock hour. We're going to do some NBA stuff with him and Paul Imig. But so so the guy put Seth Partnow, he makes sure this is not a ranking system. This is a tier system. And then Toby's like, come on, though. Tell us who the number one player is. And Seth's like, no, 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 I won't do that. Uh, so that's kind of the point of, of doing tiers is that at a certain level of play where players are relatively even, it, it depends. For uh, would the Warriors be better if you switched Giannis and Steph? I don't think so, and I don't think the Bucks would be better if you switch them. So it's, and, and both players are good enough that you are a title contender pretty much if you have them on your team. 
Um, and then it just matters who you put around them. And, you know, trying to pick one or the uh, over the other, there's so many factors that are outside of that player. It's just like, these are the, these are the top, top guys. And then those are the ones who are just a slight step below and so on, rather than get into endless arguments about, you know, is this guy a little bit better than that guy? When we'll take either of them. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a good point, and I think this is a good way to look at it. And some of the other guys for the Bucks that have made it onto the list, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are in that Tier 3A, as well as Brooke Lopez makes it onto the list at a 4B. Can you talk a little bit about what went into those guys being ranked where they, are, they were? I saw that you talked a little bit about Brooke, and it's kind of hard with centers these days and how they play the game now. Talk a little bit about where those guys slayed in and some guys that maybe are in the same sort of region as those guys. Sure. So the, the kind of the difference between Tier 3 and 4, and for those who haven't read it, uh, Tier 3 is, is you're getting into about the top 25 guys in the league. The real, the, the, for, for lack of a better term, the, 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 uh, the stars, the, the, um, you know, the guys who are going to make all-star teams, the guys who are going to make all-NBA teams. Um, and, you know, in Tier 3, there are guys who are just on the fringes of that, but if they're your second-best player and you have, you know, one of the top guys, you're pretty well set up. And, I mean, we don't have to go back that far to see, um, both with respect to Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, how important they were to the Bucks championship and how important the absence of Chris Middleton was last year. Um, so, in, uh, in terms of, of, of Brooke, um there are players who are impactful, but maybe more situational. And those are still really useful players. You know, they might not be the best matchup in every possible playoff opponent, but they're really good against enough of them that having them on your team is a uh, big benefit towards advancing and eventually winning a title. And, you know, you, you asked about bigs. You know, some teams are harder to play, um, quote-unquote, traditional bigs against than others. And... Um, Brooke is, is good enough in a number of ways. He's not a guy who gets played off the floor, but against a kind of a five-out team, he might be a 20-minute a guy instead of a 32-minute a game guy. Yeah, and looking at this team going forward, you know, they brought a lot of the guys back, and essentially it's going to be a similar roster to what they had last year. John Horst says they're not running it back, but I mean, it sure feels like they're running it back. And even so, I'm fine with it. Do you think that that's a fine philosophy of just pretty much getting the band back together? Um, I think that's a, those four players are a pretty good place to start. And, you know, we've got some pretty solid role players in, in Bobby Portis and Pat Connaughton around them. And then, you know, I think this is really what, what teams do when they want to get to the top and stay there is you have your, your core of players and they kind of stay constant. And you move it, you move the pieces. You know your fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth guys. You move, you move them around to you know adjust to players aging, adjust to contract situations, adjust to change, changes of style of play in the league. So, I mean, is it running it back or is it retooling? I, I, it's I. Who cares? <laughs> it's. I mean, you can call it whatever you want. It's just, it's like you, we know this. This this four person core works. So let's build around that, and whatever you want to call it, that's great. And, and talking with Seth Part now from The Athletic here on the Fan Afternoon Show, and one of the things, a couple guys that they added, Joe Ingles, Bochamp, their first-round pick, how do those guys fit in, and do you see them making an impact to maybe get this team back to the finals next year and maybe win it again? 
Uh, so let me preface this by saying that Joe Ingles has been a player I've really liked. I thought he was really good, really underrated for most of his career. I I was a little bit curious about signing just because even before he hurt his knee last year, he's he's on the older side. He got to the NBA into in his late twenties, so even though he hasn't been in the league that long, he's in his mid thirties and he is not a player who had a ton of speed. Uh, that he could give away, <laughs> to, to put it mildly. And he's coming off an ACL injury. Uh, so do we know when he's going to be on the court and uh, what he has left? Because, again, he was looking like it might, time might be winding down on him even before the injury last year. So uh, I like the idea of that signing. If you get the Joe Ingles from two, three years ago, it's a smash hit of a signing. I just am somewhat skeptical that player still exists. Um, on the other hand, um, I really liked what I've seen from, from Beauchamp at, at, at Summer League. He looks like the, exactly the kind of big front court, um, versatile, uh, plays with force, plays with pop, um, kind of the, the uh, uh, maybe an upgrade of front court athleticism that I think that uh, maybe, maybe they've needed for the, the last year or so. Just a little bit more kind of get up and go, get, get someone who can run with Giannis a little bit. Is Bochamp someone that you see playing significant minutes or at least just a, a, a decent role for this basketball team this season? That's a, that, I, that's always a, a tough question. Rookies yeah. tend to be bad. Um, now, I think he'll get chances, and then it's sort of up to him. I mean, if you remember when uh, the we, we did, when the Bucks drafted Dante DiVincenzo in the first round, he got looks early, and he struggled a little bit and got hurt and sort of found his way out of the rotation as Connaughton emerged, but like he'll get chances. And then it's sort of up to him to kind of uh, demonstrate that it's worth kind of letting him take his lumps, I guess, over the first year, because he might be someone who can give them 10, 15 good minutes in a playoff game. Let's transition to a little more uh, of the summer league in general. Uh, one guy that Wisconsin fans are going to be interested in is Johnny Davis. And he has not looked incredibly impressive for the Wizards and being a Wizards fan myself even though I'm here in Milwaukee I've seen all types of people freaking out on Wizards Twitter that Johnny Davis is terrible and all these different things any concern with Johnny Davis and the the showings he's had in the summer league so qualified yes he has not looked good on this at the same point summer league is not a great showcase for a guy who's not necessarily uh, a ball and hands creator, at least um, at this point. Um, Summer League is very guard dominated. Um, and so uh, players who are going to start off as sort of spot up shooters, perhaps, are uh, alone on an island waiting for the ball uh, for, for long, to long periods of time. Um, and so for a guy who was drafted, you know, uh, in, in the lottery, um, that's a little disappointing because you're seeing, you know, Keegan Murray play with the ball in his hands and put up 20 point games. You're seeing in his two games, Paulo Bancaro do what do what he's done. Um, you're even seeing a player like Jaden Ivey, who is who is uh, not sorry, not Jaden, uh, Jaden Hardy, drafted in the second round, like get to run offense for Dallas and, and you know uh, maybe inefficiently, but put up some numbers. Um, that's not going to be Davis's game, and trying to force feed that kind of game to him at summer league hasn't been good, but uh, that doesn't necessarily mean he won't be able to play the role that would better suit his, his skill set once he gets to the, 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 the full club, you know, get to training camp and actually start playing with Bradley Beal and Kyle Kuzma and, and the rest of, of the Wizards. 
No, you mentioned a couple guys there. Who have been the real standouts of the summer league so far? Um, I, you know, I, I accidentally said Jaden Ivy early. Um, he only played about three minutes before uh, rolling his ankle in, in his first game in, in summer league, but it was a pretty good three minutes. Uh, he was he was probably the player I was most excited to see coming in. Um, uh, bancaro has been, I mean, he's he is, um, you know, enormous. So, um, you know, and and been very skilled. He's, he's certainly been been impressive. Um, you know, other than that, it's it's so easy to get carried away with someone who has, um, you know, big numbers in summer league. And really what you're trying to do is, is look at it. Does a guy know how to play? Um, the best example I can think of is one of the first summer leagues that came to was uh, the year Steph Curry got drafted. Um, he didn't shoot the ball very well. Uh, and Anthony Randolph, if you remember him, was on his team. And he was putting up 35 every game, but it was in, on, uh, you know, a bunch of pull-up jumpers and things that Anthony Randolph was never going to get to do in the NBA. But what Steph was doing out there looked like NBA basketball, even though the shots weren't going in. And so you're like, That's, he, he's going to be fine. He knows what he's doing out there. And, you know, I don't, I don't think based on that showing, I, I would have said he's going to be what he's become. But that's the kind of thing you're looking for is just, you know, that looks like NBA basketball. That's Seth Partnow. He was on with Toby yesterday on the Fan Afternoon Show. There's more to that conversation that you can check out at the Fan on Demand section. Thanks to John Paul's Buick GMC Highway 100 in Greenfield, 1250 AM, and on your Odyssey app where you can rewind and listen to podcasts and check it all out there. Odyssey. It's free to download. It's free to listen to. An Odyssey station. And let me tell you, uh, you will, once you go Odyssey, you never go uh, back. Sure. Oh, God. Yeah. I just, I'll tell you what the problem with Odyssey is. There is none. No, there's one. Oh, okay. What is that? There's too much audio. Like, I can't keep up with it all. I'm just clipping at a fast pace here. Yeah, so there's there's so much audio, it's all good. So I, I started playing my phone under my pillow while I sleep. Listening to? Try, to try to get it in through, like, osmosis. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's, it's too much. I try to... I try to get it all, you know. I already listen from six to six every day. I try to. I I would love if I didn't have to do these four hours. I could listen to four hours of other great Odyssey programming. But you know, I'm just happy to be. You a part are of the part team. of that great Odyssey program. Happy to be a part of the team. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. You can tweet us twelve fifty a.m. The fan. We'll hear from Toby. And I love that he got a Johnny Davis question in there. By the way, we'll hear from Toby Paul Emmett coming up after nine. I'm Bart. That's Tim. John Daly for Eagle at one over, so just one outside the number right now. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Glides his way up to the hole. I think they like him here. Yeah, they love him. 95 champ at St. Andrews. John Daly with an eagle, huh? How about that? He's not doing too shabby in this tournament. Well, if he's one under now, the cut line's even. One over going into that shot, so. Tiger just double uh, bogeyed a hole. Uh, What hole is he on? Does it say? He's got two to go. Okay, I was just going to say, does he just drop out? I guess He's nine over. That's good for one Two, three, four, five, six, seventh worst. Ooh. And I'm not counting the two guys that withdrew. 
I've got a good DraftKings going. I did I did a twelve dollar single entry DraftKings for the tournament. I got Rory six under, Cantlay eight under, Webb Simpson's even, Henley's two under, Thagala's six under, and then I took Tiger. So, I if I would have done one without Tiger, that's fine. You could have won some money. But all my guys should be projected to make the cut. The leader right now is Dustin Johnson. So he was five under today. He already got his round in, of course, there in Scotland. That's your live golf guy on the top of the leaderboard. Tyrell Hatton's eight under. Scotty Scheffler continues to dominate. Four under today. He's eight under total. And then Cantlay, as I mentioned, still on the course at eight under, along with Cameron Smith and Cameron Young. Smith has gone already today, at least five holes. Through five holes, he's three under. And Cameron Young, even for the day. So it's going to be an interesting leaderboard. It's a good leaderboard. Rory is six under, and he is yet to tee off. He'll tee off right at the top of the hour here. So really interesting tournament so far. Would be great if Tiger was still in contention, but uh, there's a lot of guys out there, a lot of guys hitting good scores today. Course playing much better for these guys than it did yesterday. 414-799-1250. Again, I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea, Lakeland University Studios. You can earn co-op credit for work experience, lakeland.edu. Tony's in Texas. Tony. Oh, hey, I, I like the fake enthusiasm for the British Open. Are you really into that? I mean, I've been giving you live updates for two days now. Okay. I didn't know if it was if it was a job requirement. No, no, no. Every time we talk golf on the show, people call in to yell at us. Hey, so I know why we get so upset with the Brewers and when like guys like you and I just want to give up on these on, on the Brewers. It's because it's a carryover from the Bucks and the Packers. All the playoff disappointments we've had throughout the years and if the Bucks hadn't won it last year, we would be losing our minds right now. I'm telling you, it's a carryover from all the other teams in our area. That's my theory. Oh, I do think that as you know, especially if you root for all 3, like, these are all in concert weird. with if each other. If you don't, you're weird. Get the hell out of here. I don't know. I mean, there's some people listening that are Packer fans that like the Cubs. Or... It's so odd. Horvat, that's just weird. Oh, Horvat likes all Chicago teams and then the Packers? Yeah, come on. You got to live and die with our teams. You know how it is. Maybe they they were from Chicago. Yeah, you know, not you every know? not everybody. All right, all right. You want to be lovey dovey, but yeah, well, that's why that's why we get upset, man. We, well, if year, you're a real fan, you don't move your ass to Texas. Okay, I, I got Raynaud. I got to had to move. Got to get get warm, man. No, 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 no. You figure it out. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll come back. Yeah, hard time. But I think it, that's there's something to that because after watching Rogers get knocked out a couple years in a row. He's feeling a lot of heat. Some of us don't even want him back. I mean, the Bucks finally won a title, but we're still not happy with them. And the Brewers, you know, it's the same old, same old. So I think it's just a carryover from all our teams. I mean, am I onto something? We're, you don't think we're happy with the Bucks? I, I think we're slightly disappointed because we have the best player in the world. And how long will he be the best player in the world? I don't know. Well, I mean, Middleton being hurt. The fact that they won the year before Middleton being hurt. Like, I don't know. Well, let's not forget Scottie Pippen got banged up and got hurt, and, and the Bulls still still won a title, I think, one year. So that that's my theory. But uh, back to the Brewers, you know, I don't care if they get seeing eye singles or Texas leaguers or swinging bunts like Jonathan Davis. Just get a damn hit, get the, get the ball on the bat, and uh, 
And that's what they did last night. I mean, I, I watched an episode of Southern Charm. I flipped over, watched the end of the Brewer game, and, I, you know, I was happy. I was happy, and I saw that you were up. I'm like, wow, Bart's working a long day today. So did you take a four-hour nap? How would you manage that? That was crazy. Uh, yesterday I did take a long nap. I figured. I definitely need one today. Uh, that's for sure. How was Southern Charm last night? We didn't watch it yet. It's, oh, it's getting good, man. I love that show. Yeah, I love their formula. I love the Bravo formula where it's like the first half hour of Bravo shows are people talking about how they hate each other and they never want to see each other again. And then the last half hour is, all right, we're all going to a party. (laughs) Everyone. We're missing out on Michael the Butler. Oh, yeah, Michael the Butler. That is very sad. Have have any of you guys ever been to a house where there is a butler? I can't say that I have. Very, Remember, I grew up in Fond du Lac. No. Very strange, very strange. But, Timmy Shea, I got a you, – you missed your Milwaukee Brewer game day experience. I got a question for you. Yes. Hey, where, where's Bonnie Brewer been hiding out? Bonnie Brewer? Oh, yeah. That, no. She's oh. done. Why? Well, that was only a special thing for the – what was that season? The People like Bonnie Brewer. I know. I, do. I know, but, but they I, only, we only did that for special now, Friday Now, is she married games. to Bernie Brewer? Um – uh, no, she's not. She's just a friend. Okay, you ever notice this? Like, this has been creeping me out with Mickey and Minnie Mouse. <laughs> that you know? they're not married? Well, they're together, right? Yeah. But they look like each other. <laughs> and so well, Bernie Brewer and Bonnie Brewer look like each other. Do yeah, they, like though? Miss Piggy and Kermit do not look like each other, but they had a connection. <laughs> well, I, I mean, a, a, a marriage a rainbow, like Miss Piggy and Kermit... Right? They better, they better, they better move before the Supreme Court knocks that marriage down too, Tony. Oh my goodness! Yeah, hey, if you love, you love, man. I'm all about love. So, but why do I you think, do you do you want to meet Bonnie Brewer or something? No, I just say like, bring her back. You got the hots for Bonnie Brewer, you I sicko. Think a, I think she's a good bit. Tony like Brewer. Brewer, you take her last name. Yeah. No, no, I think Barrel Man would be a better match. Oh, Barrel Man. Barrel Man's masculine. He's fun. He's actually guess, a barrel. Guess, guess so why will they guess who him? came up with Barrel Man? You came up with Barrel to Man? To bring him back. That was you bringing him back? You're welcome. Is Barrel Man a, a quarter barrel or a half barrel? So how come they bring back Barrel Man, but they won't bring back... Oh, you were there during the Hank the Dog era. I was. You brought Hank the Dog in? The mascot Hank the Dog? Because you do know we had a mascot Hank the Dog, right? Yeah, you still sell all of his merchandise. I, I don't. I love how we promote beer. And what version of Hank the Dog are we talking about? How many legitimate Hank the Dogs were there? I only know of one. Oh, shut up. Tim? I don't want to be sued. They're not going to sue you. (laughs) He's he's got this big Twitter handle. Show me with your hands. You can't say anything, I won't say. I was right! I was right! Only if we had cameras in here. That's what you got to do, live stream. All you people call me a Hank the Dog truther. I was right. Where'd they bury him? Did they bury him in the infield dirt like I think? Stop. What? Behind, no. behind home plate. Lord. Hank the Dog. Why didn't the Brewers just say, the dog died, we got a new one? He didn't. Oh, come on. I've, I've say this before. You're not getting in trouble. I've been saying this for five years. The Hank the Dog. We all know Hank the Dog, the first one's dead. We all know that. 
what Tim showed me, by the way, was a middle finger. That's what he. That's what he showed me. For those that didn't see, <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. Uh, I still feel like I was right. Why didn't they just say, "Hey, Hank's dead. We got a new one." What, are there like kids gonna be sad or something? Not at all. Stupid. All right, Tony. I think you're still there. Hey, well, hey, claws up. Goodbye for now. Claws up. You can't say goodbye for now. <laughs> for now you're not eric the actor <laughs> you caught out of that you son of a gun all right see ya all right see you later buddy bye tony texas god hank the, why are they still selling why, why if if hank the dog kept dying and they kept finding a new one why don't they keep finding a new one then vincent from anaheim called the post game show last night all right he was uh he's behind he's way behind in the bart winkler morning show are you trying to deflect yes and change the subject and I'm, doing, and I'm doing a good job of doing it uh, it's my show yes it is so go ahead yeah i want to talk more about hank the dog's rotting corpse and where it is stop what well where is it hank the dog all right so i tweeted today's the last day i'm going to complain about how boring the brewers are and how much baseball sucks my promise to you is that for the second half of the season, I'll be a super fan and a Stearns soldier. Um, Mr. Milwaukee says, why? We're still going to lose in the first round. We're no closer to a championship. In fact, we're further away because Hader and Woody will get poached and are losing value because they are less controllable. Brewers should trade Woodruff and Hader, then focus all resources on signing Corbin Burns. Um, I feel like... That I feel like you're, I feel like that's wrong. no. What, what was he? Yeah, the trade haters one thing. Why you keep talking about trading Woodruff? Him and Burns are the same. They're under the same sort of deal. Uh, Zach says, "Well, good luck trying to find anything to talk about this summer." I know. Well, I'm gonna be you, rah rah. I'm excited. I you're gonna team. be a whole different person this this second half of the season, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, and the day that you gotta tune in. Is the day that the Brewers do inevitably do inevitably? Nope. Do uh, inevitably? Yes. Get bounced. You should listen to my show. My show that next day because I'll be like, "Well, Brewers have got bounced, but man, what a fun season it was! What an incredible ride!" And I just want to talk about all the people that made this ride so great. All you guys on Twitter. All you guys out there, man, what a great ride we have. Rooting for this team, nothing better. Yeah, they'll never win, but isn't it the memories we made along the way? Now I'm going to the pro shop to buy Hank the Dog merch. Let's get uh, Ryan in Burlington on real quick. What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? How are you doing, Tim? Um... You know, I, I just want to say, like, in terms of the Brewers, man, I'm I'm totally on board with just – I think we're going to get in the playoffs, just get in, and you just got to hope that last couple weeks, and I hope council – you know, this whole shutting people down and at the end and, and resting, and I just hope you got to get hot. The last two weeks, you get hot. Atlanta got hot. Well, it seems like everyone, like I said to Tim in the call, everyone gets hot against us. But if you get hot in the playoffs, you don't have to have the best lineup. You don't ha- – you just have to have the best – small stretch um and with our pitching it you know it, it could happen hey and I, I also want to say one thing tim you remember those ugly christmas sweaters they gave us at the stadium with the uh yes with, the, with, with hank the dog i do all over the it was the worst 
it was the worst gift. That that dog when I, I mean I was at the stadium for eight years. That dog, oh my god, that time was. I wish I could uh, could have that time back. Yeah, like that movie Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, where they try to take memories out. I would love to take all Hank the Dog memories out of my brain. Thanks, Ryan. And and Tim Shea, all this time, I'm complaining about Hank the Dog. And Tim Shea. Tim Shea was there, perpetuating it. Bringing in the madness all this time. Did you ever shut down Hank the Dog, or were you pro-Hank the Dog? I didn't really. Did that come over the air? Care. Did you hear my stomach? No. Oh. Do I need to go back and listen? I don't know. I just made a really loud noise. Trent, what's up, dude? Yeah, you're complaining about, oh, what a fun season, and, you know, you're doing that in jest, and I, I understand that, but... Two nights ago in Miami, they had 3,000 people in the stands. So would you like to have that product out on the field for a couple seasons with the chance maybe that we retool this and get a championship? Or would you rather have a product that draws in thirty to 35,000 people a night and gives us something to do during the summertime? Well, I still think we draw, I still think they're drawing 30,000 even if they suck. Oh, there's no way. Take a look at County Stadium years ago. Also, Miami's got two World Series. I would much rather be the Marlins. Okay. Well, all right. Sounds good. But I get I get your point. It is well taken. It's not in jest. I have changed parties. Okay. I've, I'm, I'm no longer baseball hater Bart. I'm now brewer lover Bart. I've changed parties. All right, so imagine, I mean, you, you listen to your talkers in the morning and they're all like, rah, 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 rah. and then the next day, like, hey, everything I said is wrong. I'm the other side now. That's what I'm doing. I'm changed parties. Do you want to know what I know, what I uh, think about Hank? Yeah. But that dog is ugly. Give me this. That dog is ugly. Jesus. That dog is ugly. Chuck wants to know why do I hate dogs? I love dogs. I hate Hank the dog. I actually like Hank the dog. I hate that the Brewers lied to us. If they literally, if they lied how, to how us, how did they lie? Because he kept dying, and they never said. I had to go to a stupid press conference at the Humane Society where they're like, "Hank's not dead. Baloney wasn't dead." If the Brewers are lying to us about Hank the dog, how do we know they're not lying to us about the payroll? Huh? You ever think of that? Why is it go? Why? Why is it always got to be me to come to to enlighten you? You said positive. That starts on Monday. <laughs> okay. That starts on Monday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. 
the MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.